Chase is the villain. No one really likes him. Everyone likes to hate on him. And yet, despite that, all the positive comments in your favor has been crazy. Like, of course, I expected it. But, like, I expected a little bit more hate. Not gonna lie. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the number one podcast in the world. I'm your host, Chase Damore. And Gabrielle Moses. And today we are back with our good buddy, Daniel Perfetto. Welcome hey. back. How you guys doing? Good, good. So it's been a while. It's what? been a hot minute. A hot Not minute. even just a while. It's been like, what, we had a two-week, almost three-week, actually, break from posting some podcasts because a lot has been going on, Chase. So, so much. Yeah, so much has been going on. Um, you know, obviously, from the viewer perspective, you guys don't really see a lot because we dish these out as much as we can. A lot of work goes in these. So please, if you guys have a moment, please subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. But uh, with that being said, we're going to go right into it. Well, shoot, shit, all the good stuff. Um, I did not think that we would be sitting here um, in the predicament that we are in. Um, we know. all thought very different things were going to happen, but we're going to talk about it all today. Yeah. Anyways, basically, uh, as you guys know, most recently we had the Misfits Prime card, the biggest boxing event um, ever. Uh, you know, we did a lot of traveling, um, you know, before and after that. A lot of preparation, getting ready for that fight. Um, you know, it was a 12-week camp. Um, flew all the way to Manchester, uh, United Kingdom to fight in front of 20,000 people and uh, I think they sold, you know, 5 million pay-per-views and however many people bootlegged it. So, you know, there's there's probably close to 6, 7 million people that, you know, basically watched um, us go to war, the entire team. It was crazy, too. Like, insane. being in the arena, just hearing everyone cheering and everyone booing, too. Like, I did not expect it to be, like, that packed. Like, I've been at things before, but this was a whole nother level. Yeah, and you know, here's the thing about this, and we're just gonna dive right into this. A lot of you guys have probably seen the fight. A lot of you guys have probably seen the controversy online. I'm sitting here with you know two of my corner people uh, currently. Uh, you know, he here's the thing. At the end of the day, uh, influencer boxing is huge. It's it saved the sport of uh, boxing. It saved the dying sport. And uh, me, um, notorious villain. Uh, you know, as a lot of you guys know, I took a controversial loss. Uh, whether I'm being biased or not, you know, it's not even uh, just a me thing. Um, normally when I'm walking out and I'm sure these two can attest to it, I'm the guy getting booed. I'm the bad guy. I'm the villain. And 99% of the time you're the bad guy. I am. And it 99% <laughs> of the time someone has something bad to say about you no matter where we are. But yeah, it's different right now. And, and it's 100% okay because that's the role that we have to play. That's And we're okay with it. We know, um, you know who we are at the end of the day. And, you know, the kid we were fighting is a hometown hero. Um, you know, shout out to him. He, he lost a bunch of weight and got a platform from doing that. And uh, you know, no no hate to him, no disrespect, but, you know, uh, if it comes to the end of the fight and we have a controversial decision um, of almost a guaranteed three-to-one round victory and, uh, you know, they raise his hand and he's even shook and then the arena starts booing him, the hometown hero, uh, you know, I think that says enough about, um, you know, what took place. Well, but. it was the fact that the guy in the ring with you started raising your hand first the referee the ref, the ref. The, yeah the guy in the ring <laughs> i couldn't the, the think of the word for some hand. yeah so we all thought that we were freaking out we were sitting next me and daniel were sitting next to each other and i was screaming he was screaming yeah. and it's, then we were like silent it's obviously waiting. hard not to be biased like in your corner but 
You know, Gabby can attest to this. There wasn't one moment throughout that fight where we thought for a second that you weren't winning or you were going to win. I thought I was going to lose my voice. I thought it was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, I, you know, and a lot of people have asked, like, well, Chase, like, what are you going to do now? Are you going to retire from boxing? You know, like, you know, this is one of those moments where, you know, in life, you know, you get kicked down. You, you can stay down. You can stay down. But like, here's the thing. Like, when they ask me, like, are you going to be done with boxing? Is this it for you? You know, you just took a, a very, very tough loss, um, whether it was rightful or wrong. You know, I look at them and I say, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I'm okay. still the king of this. I'm still the champ. I'm still the greatest that ever has been, the greatest ever will be. Like, I said it before. If I was on the other end of that stick and I was the one that got my hand raised, but I had to take a complete ass whooping like that to get it, then I don't know if I'd want the belt. And I would hope that you guys, um, as my friends, would tell me, you know. I would have to tell you. <laughs> like, be like, uh, Chase, we, it wasn't pretty. We, it wasn't pretty. We got away with one. Yeah. We got away yeah, with one. Exactly. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. Um, we got our next fight. Mm-hmm. We woke up. The sun was up. We're unscathed. Uh, we're still here cocky as ever. Uh, we've still never been dropped. <laughs> Again, cocky as ever. And, uh, Ego is still and, intact. And as far as we're concerned, we beat up the heavyweight champ of the world. and, and Blood everywhere. Broke his nose. The blood, when I say it was everywhere, Chase was covered oh. in blood after yeah, your this white, fight. Your white gloves were painted tinted. And his red. shoes. Yeah. Oh my and God. the shorts. And the craziest everything. thing is, the craziest thing is, like, this kid, like, I can make a million excuses. Like, you know, it's not about excuses, but, like, this kid from start to finish was like, Oh, my nose always bleeds, and oh, I couldn't wear my knee brace, and oh, I didn't know I it was. He had a, a knee brace on. I didn't know it was he a five-round fight. fight. Apparently, they made him take it off. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, There's always something that oh, he didn't know it was a five-round fight, so we have to reduce the number of rounds and the number of minutes. And like, here's the thing: at the end of the day, is we had a 12-week camp. We trained to fight this kid. We did exactly. We executed the game plan. We beat the heck out of this kid, and then we get robbed of the decision. So um, that sends us into what was the next step and the next step was go ahead what do you need to tell me guys i was gonna say but for everyone who is listening that did not watch the fight do you want to say the exact results of the fight everybody's seen the fight it's well i mean i'm saying if someone didn't watch it it was a split decision we had a split decision loss um three to one they're saying he won three to one three rounds to one against me um which is almost obscene because we knocked his mouthpiece out we had him on the ropes twice twice so every round almost the stats um i've uh, watched it so many you know times. i have the stats on my phone i don't have my phone with me right now but basically the stats are almost you know 60 20 percent um 60 30 percent so like i think the one round that they said that he might have won was the one that we actually took a draw on and the only reason which it was the game plan which was the game plan and the only reason they say that like, he might have won that one oh you should start right here i actually have the stats uh pull them up yeah we're gonna pull the stats up right here um the only reason they're saying that he won that round is because we dominated so many other rounds it didn't make sense so round one we had 38 total punches thrown 10 jabs 28 powers we had um 12 punches landed with a punch accuracy of 31%. That was Tempo Arts, by the way. That we, we put him, he was the first one on the thing because he won the bout. These are official stats from the PBA. My official stats for the first round, I threw a total of 57 punches to his 38. I threw 20 jabs to his 10, 37 power shots to his 28, and uh, I had 24 of the shots land to his 12, almost double. That's a 42% punch accuracy to compared to his 31. Uh, <clears throat> the second round, he threw 32 total punches, 13 jabs, 19 power shots, 
10 of which landed with a punch accuracy of 31%. Me, 32 total punches, 23 jabs, 10 more than him, 9 power shots, 10 less, for a total of 10 punches landed for 31% accuracy. That's supposed to be the round that... That was, the, that was the round that we were supposed yeah. to let him gas out. So he was just throwing power shots the whole time. We were just jabbing and moving, which is why it looks like that. We turn it back up into the third round for a total of 28 punches that he threw, 12 of them being jabbed, 16 power shots, six of which landed. Terrible round for him for a 21% punch accuracy. Oof. For me, just terrible. Terrible. 42 total punches, 25 jabs, 17 power shots, landed 16 of them for a 38%. It's not beautiful, but it's almost half but of the shots better. we're hitting. He, he punched 21%. You know, I mean, that's not even a fourth of his shots are landing. And then it goes into uh, round four where he threw a 19 total punches, 11 jabs, nine power shots, five landed. Five of those landed. He was for, gassed. He was gassed for a 26 punch accuracy. And then I threw 35 total punches, 16 jabs, 15 power shots, 21 of which landed for a 60% dominating win uh, that we threw at the end. The numbers don't lie. And the numbers don't lie. And here's, here's, here's the craziest thing about it and I know I'm kind of jumbling, is when we appealed this to the Pro Boxing Association, the PBA, I sat in a room with two lawyers, two judges, the head of the commission. I had a whole PowerPoint, which Moses decorated to look pretty. Um, all Amazing. these Had the clip art and everything. Yeah. All these stats, all these stats, and uh, basically I appealed it to them. They were so impressed with it that everybody else got a decision with scorecards on it within 20 minutes. They actually milked mine out. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all of Monday, and gave me a decision um, this morning, Tuesday, November, what is today, the 8th, Six. the 6th, um, basically saying that they sympathized for me. I was very respected. Um, I did a great job presenting, but unfortunately, because there wasn't like some disaster in the building, meaning like there wasn't like an armed person shooting. There wasn't a fight. There was nothing that could have interfered with the referee or the judge. They sympathize with me, but they are unable to not only provide um, the score sheets for the bout, but uh, overturn or contest a decision uh, purely based off of that. Which, which I is, don't get that. Shouldn't they have to like provide the scorecards? And all no. That so stuff? they what they said is they watched the fight. They know I won the fight. But because there was no outlying factors within the building that affected the judge's judgment of that night, that they can't overturn the decision. That's crazy. It's actually And it's what I think, you know, Dan, you're a sports buff here. What I think was the initial downfall of boxing initially was these controversial and political decisions amongst three people that decide, you the know. fate. Not only the fate, but a heavyweight championship. We're, yeah, um, exactly that. And it's unfortunate, too, because... When you think about the card itself, it was supposed to be, and it still was, one of the biggest, you know, fighting events of the entire year. But it sucks that not only your fight, which was the biggest robbery of the night, there was also a bunch of other fights as well from the PBA that apparently they didn't score uh, the fights correctly. So it kind of like overshadows the actual event itself. Yeah. And it's kind of sad in a way because, um, I don't know, misfits in general, everyone's done so well to like put these events on and then... You know, for someone to be in his camp, you know, me and Gabby were so invested in being there every day to see him go through all that and then leave it in the hands to, you know, people that ultimately got the decision wrong. It kind of sucks. You know what I mean? It's like, what was all that for? It's crazy, too, because it was 40 percent of the fights. People appealed, like went yeah. to the appeals. 40 percent on one card. <laughs> and, what? The, and the worst thing about it is I cried. I was I was absolutely 
in tears. I cried. I was the most sad. And I wasn't sad because of the result. I was sad because I understood the investments that you know Moses puts in, you put in, every coach has put in. I understand the extent of, you know, nobody likes to wake up early and, and go watch me hit pads for an hour or two hours mm-hmm. and then go train again and then train again and watch her die. Nobody likes to uh, make sure that, you know, the dogs are always sorted and the house is together and the travel plans and the bags are packed. Nobody wants to do all that. There's so many things that go into, you know, what it is that you guys helped me do that I sat there and I was upset because I was more mad because I felt like, you know, in my heart, did I do my job? And I'm the first one. You guys know this. I, I on you're my best friend. I'd say it to you like you got your job and you're my best friend. I tell you all the time and you do your job and like I'm always on you guys about doing your jobs and it's just like I, did I get my job done? And and the answer was no. And that that was the most disheartening thing is like whether you know we all saw the comments. It was two thousand comments of Chase got robbed. We saw the internet. It was clip after clip of this is the most embarrassing thing that could have possibly happened. But at the end of the day, uh, that kid, he robbed the moment. He he took the spotlight for the night and, you know, shout out to him. He's 19 years old. But here's the thing, um, you know, when we're done and at the end of the day and we put this to bed and we put this behind us, we are not looking at this anymore. We're on to, we got the next fight. Mm-hmm. We know who we're fighting. Um, you know, we go again very, very, very soon, whether we can announce that or not. But it's a quick turnaround. And um, you're an athlete. I work out. You work out. You understand. <laughs> I'm that. supportive. Okay. You're support. Yeah, exactly. That's the most important role is the supportive person. <laughs> you you understand that you got to have short term memory loss with this, and you got to you got to go again. It's like I said before. It's like we woke up and the sun was up, and we were back in the gym. And it's easy to today was not a good day for me. Oh, I can attest to that. But, I was there with you when you got the news. But can you also attest that I still got the workout? Yeah, you still did. So it was on the way this morning to your boxing. After the second you. workout. Uh, yeah, this is after his second workout. He went to the gym and ran five miles and then we were in the car on the way to boxing and all of a sudden Chase is like, oh, I got an email from the PBA and he opens it. He starts reading it and I'm just like silent. I actually started recording because I was like, oh, I think he's going to you know, get the appeal. Like, I want to have this, you know, this little moment. Like, um, we're getting good news. Exactly. Yeah, Unfortunately, damn. that was not the case. We got some good news. We were the face of Jim Shark for November, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that in Chase, Chase Shark. Chase Shark, yeah. But, yeah, you just got silent, and you just started your warm-up at the boxing gym, not talking to anyone, and even your coach comes up to me and is like, is he good? I saw the news, and I'm like, well, what do you expect? Like he's, he's you taking know, taking it. He's taking it. Pause. Big pause. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and here's the thing, and it's like it goes back to what I what I try to like, you know, on an all serious note. You guys know, like I'm a big advocate and like trying to practice what I preach, and I always say everybody, you know, like in your darkest moments, your darkest days, when you got to be your brightest. And I say like it's easy to not show up to the gym. It's easy to go and have like a cheat meal and go, you know, get trash and this and that. And it's just like. You can, I always say it, don't I? Like, you can self-destruct, right? And it's like, it's important. It's like my dad, you know, he used to tell me all the time, he's like, you know, it's okay to hurt by something. You have to feel it to understand it. You have to understand it so you can move on from it. And it's like, yeah, this hurt. It hurt. It sucks. We didn't get the result that all of us wanted. Um, You know, whether we take a loss for knocking somebody out, whether we take a controversial, you know, we can't catch a break. All over the spectrum. All over the spectrum. But like, you know, here's the thing is you feel it, you hurt by it, you, you understand it, and then you move on from it because 
if you sit there and you dwell on it, you know, you have these moments of where you fluctuate and you, you don't want to do certain things. And I think that's not just in boxing. That's in, um, it's in life. You know, it's anybody who's watching, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's on social media, whether it's, you know, you can't even get your American citizenship, whatever it is, you know, you know what I mean? It's like <clears throat> the, the biggest thing is you just keep getting up and you keep, you keep going the next day because you know everybody is a soldier when there's no war everybody's a lion when there's not another lion it's just like you really gotta <clears throat> especially me when you have a platform you have people watching and you know there's millions of people we watched the video on the way over here kids devastated about this and you know it's it's deeper than me it's deeper than us it's deeper than the we and i think that you know one thing you know before we put this thing to sleep is to understand is like the first thing is we know how to finish a fight. Like, okay, like there's no more buddy, buddy, we're gonna be nice to this kid. You know, we understand that, can't have a heart. Um, two, uh, we understand that, you know, the, the time that you put in is the time that's gonna show. So we're gonna be prepared for anybody, any place, anywhere. And three, um, no matter the outcome of things, like the sun's always gonna come up and you gotta find the next thing. And when you find that next thing, whether it's Twitch streaming, whether it's being a fitness influencer, <laughs> you got to go with it because you you don't know. You might not get a third chance, fourth chance, you know what I mean? And, you know, um, the PBA sucks. So Yeah, they do. So big F, uh, F's in the chat for the PBA. Fuck the PBA. Uh, Gary Olive, we're not giving him any more clout. <laughs> that guy is you the guys this guy's the happiest much. plumber in the world. He's 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 scraping toilets right now. Happy oh that gosh. his his champion got beat up for a fake belt. You know, I, I think of it like this: it's like when you get in a fight at school, and you get beat up by the school bully, and then you tell everybody you won the fight because the school bully got suspended. <laughs> well, I think it's crazy too, like how we were talking about earlier. Chase is the villain. No one really likes him. Everyone likes to hate on him. And yet, despite that, all the positive comments in your favor has been crazy. Like, of course, I expected it. But, like, I expected a little bit more hate. Not going to lie. I'm even sure his they're... biggest haters. Yeah, even his well. biggest yeah. haters are like, wow, Chase got robbed. They go, as much as it show. kills me to say this, as much as it kills me to say this. Yes. Fair play, Chase. You got robbed. No, exactly. And so it kind of just goes to show how some things are in favor of, you know, the home team. But it also goes to show, like, what you do after is also important. Like you were saying, you can either self-destruct or continue on. And it kind of just shows, like, your own character. Yeah, and, like, and here's and here's the thing. Like, just to go, just the last final touches on this. Like, just going over some stats. We were a prelim fight. For those of you guys who don't know, we weren't even on the the main card. We had the third most viewed fight. The third most viewed fight. We tied with Dean the Great in the lead, which was built up for over a year. Both of them have platforms. We tied with Logan Paul and Dylan Danis, who was viral all over the internet. Or we didn't tie with them. They beat us up by a little bit. And we got beat out uh, by a little bit more by KSI and uh, Tommy Fury, who owned the event. But for just in retrospect, we were a prelim fight. We beat out Saul Poppy and Slim. We beat out the tag team that misses. We all these people. We had more views. We are the most talked about fight outside of Dylan Dennis. We have a successful podcast. Let's go. Number three in the world. Um, <laughs> Unscripted. A Follow. successful business. We're all. We all have our teeth. <laughs> We're good-looking people. And so, like you know, based off of the impressions on Twitter, we had over 10 million impressions on Twitter across the board, 10 million. My Instagram, 15 million impressions across the board. TikTok, 
20 million impressions. YouTube, 100 million impressions. 100 million total across the board. That's the prime card, including specifically our fight. Those numbers attest to what the boxing space has done for people. And it would be almost a mockery, a shame, if we were just like, oh, we lost another one. Let's, let's pack it up and, and go. You know, we wasn't even a thought. <laughs> Never thought. <laughs> what do we just keep going? What are, that On transition. We still took a vacation, mind you. Yeah, this, you this is a, it was a great one as well. One thing that I have a question for you. So no one really saw this unless you guys saw some random girl asking Chase a question after the fight, which my mouth hit the floor. This girl walks up Chase and is like, "Can I like interview you for a TikTok?" And I'm just standing there, kind of watching. And then the words that come out of this girl's this. mouth. You were like, did she just ask? When did you realize you lost the fight? I look at him, my jaw drops. And I'm like, is this girl the biggest idiot in the world? Who goes up to someone right after their fight? Right after they gave their all to something and something didn't go as planned? Who has the audacity to ask that question? I was so mad. I was like burning yeah. it. I was looking at you, Daniel. And I was like, this <laughs> she was trying to get a reaction or something. Yeah, yeah. She I think what her content is is she goes and she like baits people into like saying stuff and that's how she the people like that, you can't really give them a time of day. And I think we answered the best way possible. Like regardless if you think that we're being biased, we have respectful people in the boxing. Mm -hmm. BJ Flores, Leon Willis, Coach Solomon, uh Mams Taylor, even really, if you want to get into it. Like you have all these respectable people, Chris Sauerland, uh, in the boxing community. Like, I'm friends with Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, like all these people, Dean the Great, who messaged me saying, I don't see a scenario and when you lose that fight. It's like, who cares what three panel judges say when you have the opinions of eight of the greatest minds in boxing yeah. on your side? Exactly. But would you do anything differently moving forward? <clears throat> yeah, I think there was a moment in the fight where um, I felt Frankie Temple Arts, he, I felt him going down and he like fell into me and I was holding him up and I was like, come on, Frankie, we got to finish the fight. You know, there was a moment there where I looked over and I saw his mom covering her eyes. She's terrified. Her son's covered in blood. This 19 year old, he just turned 19, covered in blood. I don't know if his nose is broken or not at this point. He's falling over. I'm like, come on, Frankie, this is influencer boxing. We got to put on a show. We're a prelim. This is what we have to do. You know, there was a time, there was a point in the fight where, you know, I shrugged him off and he bounces. I could have thrown an overhand, right? But the human aspect in me is like, this kid has a family and a girlfriend and a mom. And the night before, when we did the official weigh-ins, his dad came up to me. He was like, just please take care of him in there. Obviously, my track record with the whole Stevie Knight thing, very dangerous. Um, knocked him out and kept punching. You know, we didn't want another situation with that. And this is a kid. He's a nice kid. Um, he was really sweet. Yeah, he was really yeah. sweet. And like I always say in all week, what is the one thing I said all week? Nice guys don't finish fights, right? Yeah. And I and I think that when his dad said that to me, I was like humanized on the inside. I was like, I'm gonna take care of your kid. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna we're gonna go on there, we're gonna put on a boxing match, we're both gonna walk away from this thing. And you know, I think that was like the biggest thing is, you know, who's who's to say I don't throw one of those shots or like let him fall? And like that that could win me a belt. But it 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 also goes back to like, this isn't the WBC. This isn't the the world boxing association wba whatever it is this is influencer boxing and you have to have influencers around to do this and it's like in my head at the time i was thinking keep this kid around so that we have a heavyweight division postpartum i'm like yes we would like the win but here's the thing 
Would you rather have a false victory, a false heavyweight championship saying like, hey, I'm the, the heavyweight champ of the world after taking an ass whooping like that? Or are you on the other end of the spectrum and you have the brightest minds in boxing, you have the whole Twitter community, the whole social media on your side saying, okay, like, regardless of what those three judges say, you won the fight. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a true loss or anything like that. No. There was issues with it, and I think moving forward, too, it just makes everyone more excited to see the next fight. Well, I put it like this, too. It's like if me and Temple Arts have a fight in the same city at the same time, the same night, who has more people show up? The heavyweight champ of the world or the 0-4 boxer? That's Every time you say heavyweight champ, I still think of you. I am the heavyweight <laughs> champ. People's champ. Everyone knows I'm the people's <laughs> champ. We've talked about it, too, even after the Stevie fight, the result, or whatever, and I've always said it to you, and I'll say it to you again. We always joke, but it's like, isn't that funny how, like, it actually will all end up working out? <laughs> they couldn't end no, up exactly. In the moment, it sucks, and it's like, wow. It's like, okay, we you beat. Won. You we, won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We go in there, we beat them up, and we go on. It's like, okay, you got a belt. We won. Whoop-de-whoop. We move on to the next one. But because we had a controversial decision, we extended that fight from October 14th. It's now the 7th, 6th, 7th of November. Yeah. We're just now wrapping this up. So we got all that extra week's. We are training harder than ever. We already have the next fight lined up. We know when we're going again. Everybody in this room. extra content, too. We got extra content. And then, you know, like, this is going to carry on into the next one where it's like, okay, Chase dominantly beat up Tempo, which, mind you, let's go back and rewind. Nobody on the internet gave me a shot in heck of beating this kid. Like, let's, like previously, we were supposed to go in there and get knocked out by this kid. Remember, it was uh, Temple by decapitation. Temple was supposed to boot me out. Remember all those talks? The fighters, too. The fighters. Was it Poppy? Oh, yeah. Saul Poppy thought I was getting knocked out. <laughs> Waleed Sharks thought I was getting knocked out. Shout out Dean the Great for punching him in the mouth. <laughs> you know, and it's all I love with Saul Poppy. We're both signed to Happy Punch. I love you, Saul Poppy. But, you know, these, these are the guys that, that counted me out. They doubted you. And now these are the same guys that are like, Holy shit, as much as we hate to say it, you won, dude. Like he didn't, they're like, he didn't really suck. He, he doesn't suck. He'll, holy He's cow. not as bad as, what was the first fight? The Not Josh Bruckner. Uh, Corey Wharton. Corey Wharton. That's like, the this There's been so many fights, dude. Yeah. Let's just think about that. I have that. the most fights in the, year. in the year. I fought five times last year. And it's crazy to see the difference because I was there for the first fight versus the last Shout one. Out. Shout out to Moses. Yeah, yeah I saw the first one too. Yeah, you saw the first one too. I saw the first one. I wasn't, I wasn't You're there, watching. but Moses is coming. Hundred percent right. It's like yeah, it's every crazy. time though, there's like a drastic improvement. You know, yeah. like, we get to see it because we're behind the scenes, but not everybody else does. Like, they just they just see the highlights and think you know whatever. Right. But every every time you've improved. So let's exactly. be honest, the footwork, the footwork, and everything, <laughs> and it's like swings. It's like it's like we've dropped every outside of Allen. We don't count Allen because we use twenty four hours notice. But every fight we've dropped, we've never been dropped. Good, yeah. And, and, like, here's the thing is, like, I'm just the kid from love dating shows. Like, I was never supposed to be in a boxing ring. And, and you played football. I played football, yeah. You tackle people. Exactly. But, you know, just the last thing I'm going to leave this with, and we're going to bury the hatchet on this, is whatever anybody tells you that you can do in life, if you want to be a YouTuber, or if you want to be on TV, or if you, whatever anybody tells you guys, you got to remember, like, nobody is writing your story. Like, this, it's real life unscripted it's real life unscripted like you can either be like what we call them npcs guys oh how many npcs do we see in a day too many too many too many and it's like you could go be an npc and you could live in the matrix and you could do whatever you simulation. think be a part of that simulation or you could you could dare to be different there's not a lot of people that would ever get in front of a camera and go on reality tv with their sister 
there's not a lot of people that would ever start a YouTube channel with their toxic ex-boyfriend who sucks very much. And if he ever wants to box, then Daniel's got him. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> and, you know, regardless, like, when we put this one to bed, we're going to leave this studio and we're on to the next guy. And that's that's what it is. And, oh. and we're going to blow his back out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what? At least I'm not in the boxing ring. Imagine that. And listen, and listen, we went from a prelim to a really, really high up on the card. And we can't say a whole lot, but we're no longer ever fighting on the prelim again. Just that's that's where we're and at. And it right takes now. some guts to get into the ring, too. You will never probably catch me throwing a swing. It takes guts just being in the corner. Me and Moses are like freaking out on the sideline. I'm like, I'm good watching. I'll, yeah, I'll hold the crazy. camera. It's fine. I like the sideline view a little bit better. Um, but anyway, so Moses, so you just went on a spiel uh, in the UK, moving on from boxing. You were just going off about uh, on TikTok about the UK <laughs> the food. The food. And I was getting flamed. Yeah, go, go, go about your experience here. Okay, so here's the UK thing. UK people, what can we say that what, what am I supposed to say? You, they're you... not British. Not everyone in the UK is British. People in the UK. Fair enough. Okay, so we're there. We all lost weight while we were there because the food is just not hitting. And before all of you guys come for me saying the UK food is just not flavorful, yes, I'm used to fake additives, fake flavoring, things that cause me cancer. But you know what? Wow. One day something's going to kill me anyways. And Hold if on. I'm enjoying my life eating some good food, <laughs> may as well be the food that kills me. But yeah, in the UK, the food, you were Googling it. It's like because of the wars and stuff that they would have, they would ration food back in the day. So then the recipes and whatnot wouldn't have as much flavoring. They also have stricter rules for their food guidelines. Yeah, they can't have certain like colors and stuff. in No it. red 40. Yeah. And I remember reading online that it said like uh, they ration like the ingredients and stuff so that uh they could do more of it uh, regardless but you were doing like a lot of like taste tests like what did you oh, try yeah, in the uk TikTok. that was so bad um well there's some things that were impressive but every night we went out to these nice restaurants dropping mad money not like crazy money but like nice dinners like i got shepherd's pie one night no flavor i'm like where's the flavor like i don't know but they did have some like good candies this is coming They're from a crackers. white girl from the midwest asking about flavor like i, I know that's saying a lot that's saying a lot where's that red exactly. hot? i need my frank's red hot i need some sriracha like what is this no everything just tasted the same like if you closed your eyes and like you hand me something uh, i would think it's all the same thing but they did have some good candy but okay and daniel how was your experience in the united kingdom that was your first time in a while yeah yeah first time since i was a kid but yeah. um I was amazing. I, I loved it. Um, the weather isn't the best. I like the sun, but food wasn't the best either. So you're not you're not wrong. Um, but I loved it. How, how about when you went to the gym and you were so excited to go when the lady told us she doesn't do guest passes and you had to got in contact with the management to let us get in there and train. Yeah. And you were so excited to go tell that lady. Yeah. yeah. She's like, no, we don't like do any influencer stuff. You guys are going to have to pay like 300 pounds for the week that we were there, which is just like outrageous. Because you're on Canadian dollar, mind you, too. Yeah, it's like yeah, double. Exactly. And then uh, it was funny because Chase ended up uh, DMing them. I think they answered in like a minute. <laughs> well, you were on the phone with them. You're like, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. We spoke with them after, and then we came back, and she was all smiles, let us right in. Yeah. Like a would you like a towel, too? We're like, of course. Give me your water, too, while you're at it. <laughs> They're just so by the book over there, too, which there's nothing wrong. Or oh, whatever. They're walking like, into me Americans, on the road. We always, like, bend rules, and that's one thing I'm noticing traveling abroad. Like, everyone hates Americans, let's be honest. <laughs> but... Yeah. Not me. You know, I go to war for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't know. Would you ever date somebody from the U.K.? They, yeah, as long as they have a good personality. 
Yeah, such a generic. That was a big. Scene what am I supposed? I don't care where someone's from. She goes. She know? goes. Uh, all those dry food Thanksgivings. <laughs> well, if they could cook, you know. What are they gonna cook? They're gonna cook UK food. Beans and toast. Oh okay. <laughs> I don't know if you kill. She's about to get canceled. No, that's what they're known for. Beans and toast. Dad, could you date somebody from the UK? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, that distance is. Uh, that distance flight is was crazy. Long. Obviously, I'd have to be there, but um. No, I wouldn't say like the the women aren't attractive there. There's some beautiful women we saw. So every yeah. guy looked the exact same. I know someone's gonna flame me in the comments, I like but most... if I close my eyes or went like this and scrunched my eyes up, all the guys looked the exact same. Same haircut, same That's clothing funny. style. I no, agree. I swear the UK's or like even all, part of Europe, even is stuck in like 2015 fashion. I'm not saying I have good fashion. Ago. Like let's be honest, I buy the same thing in different colors and yeah. call that fashion. I feel like UK women were pretty much all blonde as well. Yeah. Yeah. Or they had like a red hair. Remember I asked about the red hair over there? I guess it's like in trend or something right now. Yeah. Being a redhead. Maybe. I don't know. What but... did you think of the UK people? I mean, like. You some... Oh, you went on the dating show with Elle Brooks. Yeah. You met all the UK ladies there. Lucky guy. <laughs> yeah. So she sends me on a dating show. I, obviously, I bring Daniel with me because I'm like, it's it's 20 girls versus me. And they're all crazy. They're okay. They have talents. They're all different. They all flew in that what day. What talents did they have? Well, they flew in that day to do the show, and all of them are OnlyFans girls. So they all have like specific things. Some of the ones that stood out to me is uh, one of them who I actually think is a really nice girl. She's a good friend of mine. It's Tina. She um, likes to get peed on. That's like her thing. Um, I asked her many questions like, what's it like to get peed on? What's it she taste like? To buy a certain type of soap. Yeah, she's like, like to disinfect. Well, she's like, she said I could pee on her. Yeah. She like makes you drink something specific. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, uh, you could pee on me if you want. It might be TOS, but you could definitely pee on me. I was like, okay, I'm gonna drink some water. We'll come back to this. Um, there was a girl on there with um, two vaginas, not one, two. And then I asked about that because I had so many questions. Like, I mean, it's only natural. I'd be curious. Like, what do you mean you have two vaginas? And she goes, well, well you can use both of them if you're with. It. And I'm like, so. One is for fun and one is for when you're married. Like, do you have two different babies? Like, how does that work? You know, I was just it's very... valid question. These are all valid. It was more of me in shock. And then, like, I had to, like, you know, eventually just I was trying to get out of that conversation. So I moved her on to the next friend and Daniel comes up. Yeah, we got to get rid Wasn't of her. Grandma <laughs> yeah, I was like, we got to... Yeah, there's a grandma yeah. there. I was like, I watched uh, Basically, the way it was set up, though, like, all of them have special talents. And there was one girl there that was relatively, like, on the more normal side. But the production wanted me to get rid of her. And I was like, nah, she's the most normal, best-looking one I in my argument. And I was like, we're going to keep her till the end. We already know who's going to win this show. But uh, it was definitely an interesting time. Daniel hopped on there. Every time I uh, voted a girl off, actually, uh, they were shooting their shot with Daniel. So. Yeah, I couldn't. It was weird. Like, I'm just sitting down watching him do it. I'm in my gym clothes all sweaty, and I get suckered right into him. Yeah. <laughs> you did not want Only to. Chase would get himself in these situations, the I would like to say. But he had a good time. Daniel, you always was a really have your stories. Awesome. Daniel punched the punching bag, and I was like, okay, this guy. Did right. you actually do good? Yeah, it was all right. It was what really was good. the score? It was like eight something. Like eight fifty plus. Yeah. It was oh, what was yours? Like nine hundred? No, I didn't. Hit, no, I didn't touch on. I think I only hit like eight seventy or something. Eight sixty. Um, Not even that much. Like bad. Mine's like six hundred. Whenever I hit it. That's you would have beat most of them. One of the girls punched like two hundred. One of the girls hit one hundred. I think. Yeah. Is that even possible? That's like a tap. I don't I'm think you're hitting 600. That was super cool. That was my first time meeting her uh, through Chase, and it was actually a pretty good talk. Yeah, she's a super nice girl. She's so, so sweet. On Piers Morgan. We love Piers Morgan. <laughs>
British dude with the opinions. Oh, yeah, yeah. We love our opinionated people. <laughs> <laughs> As the most opinionated person sits right next to me. <laughs> hey, fair play, fair play. I'm only opinionated about right things. All right, first Only all. about right things. Okay. Right. I, you can be arguing that the sky is green and you're All I'm going to say, if somebody uh, messed with my trash can outside of my door. Okay. Uh, there wouldn't be no YouTube videos of me crying about it. It would be uh, me lighting their trash can on fire and putting their dog inside of it, probably. Yeah, you would go a little bit too far. Sometimes Chase gets these ideas in his Speaking head. Speaking of and pets, like, I lost a pet today, guys. Oh, no, there's a funeral. And I actually, it was a funeral. Daniel wasn't here for that. And it's all Moses' fault. It oh, is word. not my fault. I didn't kill your pet. She killed it. So I didn't mean to. Well, to get into it so people know, um, I, I asked... Do you want to tell the story? Most I talked about talk. it a Go little ahead. bit on TikTok Live, but now continue with it because you're going to tell it so right. Yeah. So basically, I'm like on my computer. She goes, there's no fish in the tank. And I go, you're down to one. What do you mean there's no fish in the tank? He's in there. He has to be in there. Fish. Right. And I'm like. You know, I wait for her to leave the room. I walk over. And I'm like, there's no fish in here, right? <laughs> so while I was away, Moses bought a new fish tank. A she massive bought, one. It's beautiful. A, a new fish tank, right? And I'm like thinking in my head, like, you know, you get a few fish tank, you gotta get new filters and stuff. So she got the, this, the filter that we had for the other one, but it doesn't fit the same because it's a lot smaller of a no, tank. No, I bought a new filter. Oh, so you got a bigger filter? Yeah. Okay, this makes even more sense now. So she bought a bigger, stronger filter, and I'm looking around, and I look at the filter because the tank's getting kind of dirty. And I'm like, why is the tank looking kind of dirty, right? Because there's a filter in there. So I go over there, I look, and my fish is sideways getting sucked into the filter from the side. Like he was just there. What a way to go. <laughs> What a way to go. So I pulled him off of the filter and like my other fish just like swims around him like very sad and because his buddy's dead now. <laughs> you got to get a new one now. And so now I had, to, I know we're stopping at the pet store on the way home and I had to pick up my fish and walk him over and flush him down the door. My fish that you I just named. put it in your hand too. I was shocked that you didn't get like the little scoopy thingy. My fish named Kyle after it one of Moses. Kyle. It was one of Moses' ex-boyfriends that no. I scooped. It was. His name was Kyle. And I scooped him up. And I was like, R.I.P. I won him at the fair two years ago. And he's a fair yeah. fish. And he had a two-year run. That's a really long time. He was a big fish. He got huge, too. He would have yeah, made yeah. it. You yeah, you won the little one. Because the other one's going to get upset. Yeah, yeah, you won the little fair game. It was like shooting the I won every fair one. game. I won every fair. Yeah, I'm undefeated in fair game. I, there was a, there's a photo of Moses. I won her every prize. <laughs> every <laughs> day. And she's people. just walking around with every out. prize. And I was like, they made it personal. Yeah, no, exactly. But, yeah, the fish died. We had a little bit of a funeral this morning. Morning. I didn't mean to kill it. I was just up. Yeah, you know, I'm just gonna be keeping a very watchful eye on her and my two dogs. Let's just. Let's I'm not gonna like hurt that. Ghost or Douglas. Those are like my little. Children. You know, I posted it in my house the other day, and somebody swiped up on my Instagram story, and they go, "Hey, look, that's Gab's crib." Because <laughs> I dogs it And anybody who knows me knows that that instantly. What, what do you think happened, him? How do you think that made me instantly feel? Well, you probably said something that triggered. Someone asked me if they could buy Douglas. The other day, and I was like, "Name your price." No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Moses, I'll sell you, you before will. I sell Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on from the pet, um, let's get into the dating uh, aspect of this. Moses, did you have some uh, dating stories you wanted to share today? Yeah, that was towards the end, though. In the in the DMs, that's the very very end. What do we got next? I thought we were going to talk about your trip. Oh, okay, so we and Daniel we went to Stockholm. We saw a boat. What is it called? The boat. The Voss. The Voss. Uh, we spent. This was after the fight too. Yeah, they we still a took a vacation. Euro we won that fight. We took we a vacation. Did, we did. I went back um, to LA. Took care of the doggos. 
Uh, we took we went and saw a Viking boat in Stockholm, Sweden. Shout out Stockholm was a cool area, but way too cold for way us. Way too cold. Way the too place cold. of the Viking. Wait, very Vikings clean. Yeah, very right? clean. We, very cool. we will say the food was great. We ate some meatballs up in Sweden. Yeah, um, meatballs in your mouth. Then. <laughs> I saw the opportunity. Hold on. That was fair play. Fair play. Uh, then we took our talents down to the Czech Republic in the most beautiful city I, Daniel and I have ever laid our eyes on. Yeah, you Actually, woke me up at 3.30 in the morning. Look at where I am. It looks like a storybook. I'm like, thanks, Chase. I'm yeah. going back to sleep now. Yeah, actually looked like it was, a, it was insane. Museum. It was you got insane. me a little duck. I don't know. I did. My keys are in the car. Yeah, I got you. Rubber ducky, rubber ducky. Anyways, um, yeah, so uh, we saw that. We got some good food in Prague, finally. Very good What food. type of food do they have in Kielbasa. Prague? Kielbasa is like, uh, like, like hot dog sausages, stuff like this, like European food. They had like um, like a rotating ham that we went to a couple times. Hamon. Is it ham? Yeah, we got, I got bullied by a, a, like a homeless man for my food. Um, but Daniel got him some food and gave it to him, and I'm sitting there at the table eating, and he walks over and goes, I was like, I'm eating here. He's get right. Come on, give it, takes my food, right? Nice enough to give it to him, but yeah, I gave it to him whatever. Um, so we ended up doing Prague for a few days, and then uh, we hopped on a flight, went over to Spain, and uh, we did some very incredible things in Spain. We caught the FC Barcelona and FC Madrid, uh, El Clasico. Two of the craziest um, games you could ever. Go oh my God! And I have a story. You for guys that. are I, bad. I lost. Though. I think I lost my temper or my. Um, my temperament, whatever the word is, I can't even think of it right now. But I lost my tempo, tempo, tempo. What? Do you, I don't even temper. know what you're trying to say. I lost my temper when you get mad about something. Temp uh, tempo, temper. tempo, oh, tempo, tempo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost my temper because I didn't understand what was going on. Me and Daniel marched down to this thing, and I was video recording um, the, the ultras. The, so it's like super fans, essentially. Yeah, but like one of them came and pushed me. And I like lost it. I was oh, not there. No. I was snapping on everybody. I was like so blacked out. You, if you know this guy, like, I'm gonna be you? honest with you. Like I'm, a, I'm a big guy. Like I can usually hold people back. This guy was about to, I think, go after. About, oh like, yeah, I snuck. I snuck across the line. I was just like side eyeing this guy. Like I just hit him one, hit him twice. He's done. So you almost got arrested. This is before the so game. So you almost got arrested in a foreign country. No, no, I didn't game. almost get arrested. I no one was looking. That's no, why. These these ultras like they're just like a gang of of. Of crazy super fans yeah they're like just they pick so fights like chiefs fans no yeah, like they pick works. fights yeah. they're physical they wear like all black and they cover their like face up and they attack other fans oh. anyways had that situation calmed down finally went into the stadium only to find out one they don't even serve alcohol in the stadium so if you're ever in spain and you try to go to some sort of game I thought they did at the game we went to no it's fake beer yeah, it's not alcoholic. So you're just drinking calories. So you're paying extra money for, for a beverage that doesn't even have alcohol? Exactly. Doesn't make sense at all. Uh, yeah. The math is not that's math. That's gets, you know, messed up before, before. before the game. Right. And so, like, we, we did that. We had a great time, Daniel and I, and uh, we spent Halloween there. Uh, Dan ended up getting, like, a little bit sick. So the last couple of days, he was just kind of just bedridden for a bit. And then uh, we caught our flight back to the U.S. I also saved your life one night in Spain. Don't tell that story. I was, you didn't really say. All you did was call a cat. I kind of want to hear the story. She didn't save I my saved life. His life. She's convinced that she did something because all she did was I didn't have phone service and you called the taxi. Even the person that you're with. I paid for the taxi. I know, but even the person that you were with couldn't figure out how to get a taxi. He was drunk. 
So if you live in a country, you should. All I did was send you a text and say, hey, Moses, uh, I'm stuck at this party that's 40 minutes away from Barcelona. Can you find me a cab? You Googled cabs in Barcelona, called them and said, hey, he's right here. Can you go get them? And they said, yes. I paid for the cab. You didn't come get me. I found the cab. It took me like an hour and downloading like five different apps because he was in the middle of nowhere. You are so annoying. Sure, Moses. Come yes. Come on, give me credit. I'm not giving you, you. All you did was call a cab. And otherwise, you would have been sleeping on the side of the road. Thank you for calling a cab. Because okay, of, you're welcome. Oh, the see, that's all I wanted. Okay, anyway, so we came back all the way to L.A., and uh, we went to BlizzCon, and this is my favorite story of BlizzCon. All of you that don't know what BlizzCon is, it's basically like a big nerd convention. We go, we talk about video games. I'm a big World of Warcraft player. Uh, a lot of people know. Love that game went to the, the con for it and fast forward through the entire process my favorite point in this entire um con was we were all standing in an open room uh my friends were doing like interviews uh they do like twitch streaming um you know uh sony and sarth big in the twitch community um if you guys get some time go check them out they're very nice people uh i was standing there with two other guys while they were doing like their photos and their meet and greets and this is where I give mad credit to somebody. This, so Moses obviously doesn't look like she plays a lot of video games. Big nerd fest. She's probably arguably the best looking girl inside the whole venue. So this little tiny kid, like very dorky looking, had glasses on, pay, very pale, never seen the sun in his life, comes up in like an oversized cap, Bengals cap, a signed Bengals jersey. It's like, like a button-up s- polo. Signed right across the middle, right? He comes up. I didn't even see him come up. All I see is I turn, I see Moses talking to this kid. She says, he tapped him on the shoulder, and you can take over from that. So he taps him on the shoulder like this, excuse me, and like so soft-spoken. Mind you, he comes up to her while she's standing with like three Three ginormous-looking guys, guys, right? And so it's, I just was not expecting it, so I was a little bit confused, and I was like, oh, hi, what's up? (laughs) You know, I'm awkward in these situations. He's like, I just want to see how you were. And like puts out his hand and I shake his hand. He's like, I hope you're having like a fun time here. I'm like, yeah, I am. How's your time? And he's like, oh, I'm having a good time. Like, I don't know, like very short conversation. I end up giving him like three different handshakes. And then he's like, okay. And then walks away. Shoot or shoot. Yeah, and, you know, here's, here's where I was at. I saw the, the beginning of this interaction and I completely turned away from it because I was like, the I wouldn't even do that. Like the amount of stones it takes to walk up to a girl, let alone walk up to arguably the best looking girl and walk up to her when she's with three other guys. And they're all so much taller. Like this kid was my height. At a video game convention when this guy has almost probably next to no social skills. And he has no idea who she is or I am or anybody. And like I thought of that in that moment, I was like two things could happen here. One, we could all just look at him like he's crazy. And that kid just shuts down and never does that again. He's like, that was the worst case scenario. Or like I was letting my friend Clay, what I kept on like kind of like not letting him look at him because Clay was trying to be awkward with him and kind of shoot him he's away. He's trying to go like the head turn. And I was like, just relax, let him do his thing because you want him to go up and do an interaction with that, whether it ends in his favor or not. But like to, it's like a mental thing. like. You went up to a very good-looking, attractive girl in the middle of a nerd convention, and you were able to speak to her. I don't know about you. I probably wouldn't even. I wouldn't do that. It was so sweet, though. I just wanted to give him a hug. I was like, wow. 
Like, good for you, buddy. Is that what you want to do? Because I'm pretty sure I told you you better have been nice to him. I was so nice. Uh, I was so, so nice. I was like, yeah, it was like that, that to me, it actually inspired me. Like, that's part of the reason why I got up and worked out this week. I was like, man, if that kid can can muster up the courage to do something, like, I could be completely wrong. He could be like a ladies' man, just a kill. The dude's got a signed bagels jersey. <laughs> like, he could feel like. You know what I mean? Pizza shuttle. But but you know what I mean? Like he came up and he, he spit his riz at Moses and, and like that, you know, that takes uh, like, who is that he's, takes some he's probably like five six, five seven, yeah. probably the same height. He's maybe like a buck forty soaking wet. Like, you know, shout out to him. Like that's huge. Cause in that moment he probably just walked away and he was like, Yeah. Like, I did that. He went home that night, had a grin on his face, was happy. Like I talked to a pretty girl. And who knows? That builds into the next time he goes somewhere. If he could do it with her, he could do it with her and her and her and her and anybody. And like So this is your sign. Shoot your shot. Especially if you want this one, because I'm trying to get rid of her. Hey now. <laughs> hey now. But yeah, that just goes to show it. you will not know unless you try. Like, even if it's like a simple interaction as to saying, like, oh hey, how's your day? Like, hope you're having fun. Like that's cool. Whatever. You don't know where that conversation yeah, is going to go. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, exactly. Would you? But honestly, like, like if you were that kid, what do you think? Like, would do you think that that was a, a big part? I definitely think that was like a huge plan on his part. I'll be real with you. Yeah. With myself, like, absolutely not. I don't really do that. No. Or someone that like reads energy. You know, if I'm making eye contact with someone, I can kind of feel that out. I'm not just gonna go up to. Him, I think I've seen you do it one time ever. <laughs> like, no. and when it, I what, said, was it was it successful or no? All you did was say hi, and I was like. You said words to somebody else? Yeah. That's Great. that's new to me. No, this kid also appeared out of nowhere. I did not see him coming. See, that's see, and I just feel a shoulder tap. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's sweet. Well, like that's that's what I'm getting at. Is it's like all the viewers watching right now. Like some of you guys come to these podcasts and you're like, hey, like they're gonna say something that's gonna give me advice. They're gonna say something that's gonna help me get that date, get that that um that guy, that girl, whatever it is. And it's just like, you come here and we're gonna tell you straight up, this happened literally 48 hours ago. I watched a kid who a lot of people would say had no business coming up to somebody like that. In my head, I'm like, he had 100% business coming up. You're rooting him on. I, I was, I was, I, yeah, hey, bro. You if you like, let him do his thing. Let, I told all my friends. You friend, literally let him, body, and you put your body so yeah. that he couldn't see your face. I set him up a So screen. that he could talk to me more. Because it, because it goes back to, like I said, it's like those moments right there, you have two options. You can self-destruct, and he never does something like that again. Yeah. Or now he built confidence you because you, you never know. You never know. Like, he doesn't know what's going on with her. He might, he might not. But in his head, he's like, I will never know unless I exactly. shoot that shot. He, in his head, he's like, I might not ever get this shot again. I feel like I need to go say something. Why? It's like you being in the airport, you see the most beautiful girl, and you're like, I'm never going to see her again if I don't say something. You may as well and go say, don't say hi. Something. And it was like that. She was the love of my life. <laughs> yeah, you know, you live happily ever after. And then it's like, you go home that night, and you're just kicking yourself like, man, like I wish I would have just said hi. I wish I would have did this. I wish I would like live in the moment, guys. And this is a message to all the ladies out there. Don't be rude when a guy comes up to to you don't automatically like make up the thing i have a boyfriend we were talking about this the other day be nice at least and like let them say their name yeah yeah, yeah. You know? she's talking about this situation that i had in spain with daniel when this girl on halloween had um vampire blood on her face and we're in a club and i leaned over and i was like yo where'd you get your vampire blood she goes, i have a boyfriend okay so where'd you get the vampire blood i have a boyfriend and i'm like do I have to have a boyfriend to get, did you get the vampire blood from the, you know, at that point, you know, and then, you know, she, they, they have like their little flash of realizing like, 
uh, oh, that's Chish from Two Out the Handle, and they see all the people taking photos and stuff, and they come up to me, and I don't even have a girlfriend, but I'd be like, sorry, I have a girlfriend, just to be petty, or like, yeah. you know, I walk outside, and I, you know, what if she's getting robbed? And she's like, help, help. I'm be like, sorry, you got a boyfriend. You better call him. <laughs> I'm not a hero. <laughs> no. Gosh, yeah. But ladies, be nicer to guys when they come up to you. Yeah. Just be thoughtful and sweet. And that's the dating advice for the day. Like, shoot all your shots. Be kind to everybody because you never know who you're talking to. And don't ever, 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 ever be intimidated by anybody. If you and that person or said person are in the same room, you guys are the same people at that point. Whether you are in a room with with uh, Drake, if you're in a room with, you know, Post Malone. Like, if you guys are in the same area, like, they breathe too. Like, take it from me. We've met a lot of celebrities. Like, they're, they're people. Like, yeah, exactly. They're not special. Anyways, so. But, guys, now it's time for your guys' favorite segment where we talk about things that you DM us. It's time for In the DMs. And this time, I asked a question, and that was, what was your worst date? So, guys, I have some really bad dates that I got from the unscripted Instagram account and TikTok and all that stuff. So, guys, be sure you're following that, too, because we ask for those prompts, like, every single week on that. So, give it a follow. But, okay, first one's first. This guy says... I had to learn about angles, angles and filters the hard way. Matched on Tinder, but she wouldn't ever Snapchat me without a filter and a special angle. Fast forward to the date. She looks nothing like her pictures. So I told her I left my phone in the car, drove off immediately, blocked her as I made eye contact while driving through the window. Okay, Dan. That's a, that's a tough one. So just based off that, my, at least my rule of thumb, I don't really do dating apps or anything like that. But if you don't know what someone looks like or you see filters, just say, hey, um, why don't we FaceTime sometime? That's you good know. advice. So, have you done really that before? Um, I have. I have FaceTime because I'm like, I want to see what you look like, you know? Have you ever had like a situation where the FaceTime was not good and then... Like what she looked like? Yeah, you're like, ah, that's probably not it. Or you have a pretty good idea before you get that. Pretty good indication. But think about this. When you go on a date with someone, right, they're always looking their best. Sometimes I like to, you know, catch them off guard. Call them on a Tuesday. <laughs> call them on a Tuesday. There's a, type that, there's a type that calls his ex on her birthday when she's no. got a whole new man just no. to be like, hey, just check it in. Way to be toxic. No, I'm wow. not kidding. Like that. He's kidding. He's no, you also guy. have to look at their tagged posts. Yeah. To see the it, real them. That's true. That's Because their friends post the pictures that they look good in, but not necessarily yeah. the, what the friends look good in. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. And here's the thing with that. Well, like I said, my advice to that kid is I don't know if I'm speeding away and going off because, yeah, sometimes like we can all attest that we have our days where we don't feel our best or look our best. So, I mean, like similar to what Daniel says, he goes on a date and they, they look good, but he wants to see what they look like when they're not good. If you purely base your entire decision off of what they look like when they're at their worst, then, I mean, like, I hate to say it, but you, you might not deserve them when they're at their best either. You know what I mean? Because I think we can all attest that there's lots of very good-looking girls that aren't with the best-looking guys for the wrong reasons yeah. and vice versa. You know what I mean? And, you know, big props to him for, you know, stepping out and doing his thing. But here's the thing. If you're going to risk dating on a dating app, then you... <laughs> You need to also be able to face the repercussions of that dating app. What was that thing we were talking about earlier today? I ain't that strong. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, he's like, you look strong. He's like, I ain't that strong. <laughs> but he was there. Yeah. You know, he was there. Um, I also, um, 
I also think that judging a book by its first cover is is very tough too because like here's the thing even with Moses a lot of people know me as the cockroach guy from two out the hand they just see the one scene where I look absolutely I'm in like a fucking turtleneck I got like a double chin like this I got a bug on my face the hair, a greasy <laughs> face, a terrible, a messed hair up hairline, <laughs> and a giant roach on my face. Right? Everybody's seen yes. that. So as far as I'm concerned, I wasn't really diving into the ladies' categories. But, you know, like, Moses is somebody who I watched on YouTube for a very long time. Yeah, Chase used to be my fan. Yeah. Still am her fan. But, you know, I um, messaged her saying, you know, keep up the good work. You know, I like your videos. Yeah, she... Didn't have to message me back, and we wouldn't be sitting here right now. But she did because, you know, whether she took the chance of what I look like at my worst or what I look at my best, you know, we became the best of pals, and here we are with the number one podcast in the world. Exactly. You've been watching me since 2017, before that even. Anyway, moral of the story, though, too, with the dating apps, be careful. Technology is getting better. That's my only point. Dude, do you see that AI stuff? That's what I'm saying. You can have, like, a fake girlfriend. It's going to be like the man side sales situation. You think you're talking to your girl. X amount of time, you put all that time and effort. This you like. Well, you gotta you gotta brief him on what is the Manti Tail situation. So Manti Tail situation was he was a football player. He thought he had a long distance relationship with a girl. He was actually talking to I think it was a guy on the other. end. Yeah, it was a guy. There's a Netflix documentary. So moral of the story is like Facetime them, try and get to know them, talk to them. See them without the face tune. Yeah. Do you have like a couple like go to like questions that you initially would ask like? like a girl, like if you're just not getting to know them. Cause I know like a lot of people ask like, how do I get a conversation started with yeah. like a girl? Cause like, I feel like for us, we really know if it's flowing, if it's good or not. Do you have like initial like, okay, this is how I'm starting the conversation the first day, like from the highs to like the what's yeah. your signs? Um, normally it'd be like, you know, try and get to know them a little bit. What do you do for work? Try and connect something like what are their hobbies or whatever. Try and relate that, mm-hmm. and then you know eventually when you're talking, I, I try and say like, oh, it'd be nice to talk to you on the phone sometime, get to know you a little bit better. I don't really like. Oh, that's smooth. Yeah, and what I say too is like, I'm not really a texter, so it'd be nice for you to get to know me a little bit more on the phone. I'm more personable that way. Oh, yeah. that's so I talk to him on the phone, and then through that you can FaceTime because it's easier. Yeah, you're a terrible me. texter. The only time I ever see Daniel texting is in the fantasy football group chat. He's like, guys, set your lineups. <laughs> I'm a FaceTimer exactly. too, though. I'll just FaceTime yeah. people. Yeah, most used to sit on FaceTime for like six hours, I feel like. Yeah, we used to talk a lot on FaceTime before we met in person. Yeah, I did. We would just talk. I'm not a fan. I'm, I don't like Think about that. it this way. Too. Like you're, trying to get to, you're trying to get to know somebody. You like Snapchat? Yeah. Right? You're trying to get to oh, know somebody and all you're doing is texting. There's yeah. not going to be anything for when you're actually in, in front of them. Because you read things out of context exactly. all the time. You typically read things in the emotion you're in. And then, like, I feel like sometimes... Like, for example, even in the dating scene, say, like, you have, like, a, t- a pick of, like, three or four different girls that or guys that you're talking to. Is it hard to maintain four separate conversations about the same thing? Like, I don't know what I told person one and person three and person yeah. five. You know what I mean? So it's like sometimes you get jumbled and you're like, oh, hey, do you remember me telling you about that? Oh, no, actually, that must have been your other girlfriend. In all reality, you say, uh, yeah, ha, ha. But in your head, you're like, yeah, maybe I did. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Got him. Got him. You know, so... To to go on that, so Dan, what do you what is your idea of what would cons, um, constitute as what is a good first date and what is a not good first date? What's a good first date? Yes, um, I think a good first date is going somewhere, not like dinner or anything, because dinner to me is more romantic. Maybe going to like a drink spot. So you go and have a drink that way, and I'm not saying you go and get like drunk or anything, but you go and have a drink where 
you know, the nerves are a little bit lower and she feels like more comfortable. You guys feel more comfortable talking to each other for the first time. If I have a drink with someone, they have a drink, you know, the laughs are flowing. Yeah. You get to know them a little bit. See, I'm the opposite. I would not drink on a first date. Well, because when you drink, Moses, you start yelling at everybody. I don't yell. It's I'm always saying, we're I'm in loud some situations. Wine like, have like a, a little cocktail, something like that. Yeah. But um, in like a lower um, more setting, chill, chill exactly, setting, so you exactly. can. Okay. And then what would be a bad first date? Um, movies. Probably movies. Even though I love popcorn, because I'll just be eating popcorn in front of her. Not you eat so popcorn. much popcorn. Diet Coke so, and popcorn. Yeah, mo- movies is more of like you're actually dating. You know, you need to go into a setting where it's comfortable for both of you. You're laughing, you're talking, and you're getting to know them. That's what it's about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what is like a, in your opinion, would you say like a telltale sign of like what makes somebody attractive to you? Like, are you one of those people that's like, oh, you're very attractive because of your confidence, because of your teeth, because of your uh, your education? And, you I, know, think, I think like confidence in like who they are, not someone... Like, I'm trying to get to know them, right? I don't want them telling me something to, like, impress me. I want to, like, actually get to know them. I'm more of, like, a listener. So when I go on a first date, I don't want to tell them so much about me. I'm trying to get to know them. Mm-hmm. And then from that, you're going to be more open. But yeah. I think it's just, yeah, listening to what they have to say and, and seeing how comfortable they are with you. <clears throat> yeah, I think, uh, you know, I went to school, obviously, studied relationship therapy. And one of the very first things they teach you about dating is people get, like, an endorphin release when they, like, to talk about things that they have going on with themselves. People like talking about themselves. Um, so when you go on these dates, a lot of the times, typically like girls, they're pretty nervous at first. They kind of, you kind of do the majority of the talking, in my experience anyways, to begin with. But you notice as, as you make them feel more comfortable through the date, they send, they transition. Yeah. And the first question like almost every girl asks, oh, so what's your sign? Oh, you're one of those? And then they just go and they pitter patter no, off of that. not every girl asks that. Most though. Only here in LA. And it's the same. We'll be like this. Are if you, you sign? Me? And then you'll say it. They'll be like, I knew it. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't have one of you. Okay, me. that's a sign that that girl. From now on, just lie about your sign. Just say some random yeah. one, see what they say. And then when they say something, just say something. What do you ask them, Moses? You ask them about like funny stories in their life. Like, oh, what's one of your, your most embarrassing moments? Hey, I just met you. What's your most embarrassing? Yeah, moment? get comfortable. Uh, when I was in the fifth grade talent show, I actually shit myself. <laughs> exactly. I would love to hear that story. Yeah. Like, come on, don't so ask basic stuff. It was. Uh, it was actually great. Yeah, it was actually really embarrassing. My grandma came and had to bring me a shirt that says "I love my grandma." Where you can just ask more interesting that. questions, like, "Oh, so tell me about like your college experience. Were you in a fraternity sorority?" Yeah, I used to get ran through. And call, like, <laughs> where, like, where are these questions coming from? No, you just don't have to ask like basic stuff. Do but you I questions when you when you go into this no but i have another story to ask you guys about another bad date okay i went on a date with a bodybuilder this is in quotations <laughs> and he took me to the cheesecake factory he brought a whole scale to the restaurant and weighed out all his food and proceeded Dana, to only go on a date recently bodybuilding did you go on a date dan so he brought a scale he brought a food he's like, scale. He's like weighing his chicken and steak yes. first off Whoever is that, that too far? Whoever that is, you deserve a round of applause. That is just <laughs> that's something. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that, dude. But I'm gonna be honest. That's a little too much. Like that's. It's that's a little bit too far, if you ask and me. I mean, like you got to give the guy credit. I'm playing devil's advocate here, but it, like these are the type of things that he's accountable for. Because like think in your head, like if he is responsible enough to go on a date and bring a scale and worry about his nutrition and whatever, if he's a bodybuilder or not. He's in prep. Yeah, he's in prep. Think about if uh, you know. If he was 
you know, somewhere and you weren't there and, you know, he was dedicated to his food as much as he is to you, then you have nothing to worry about. You imagine, though, he just, like, pulls out the scale. Like, did he have it the whole time? I have so many questions. Where'd that go? <laughs> it's in his pocket. Yeah, and he just whoops it out. Like, oh, one second before we start. Did he, did he get a second date? Did she go on a date? No, that's what she said to me. Oh, my God. So she just said, like, it was how terrible it was. He pulled out the scale? I don't think that that's what weird. I think, like, he's just got a his... hobby. It's the same. Okay, like. On a first date. Wait a second. I got to go back to the car and get my scale. Oh, he's an amazing prep. You know, he doesn't know if that day I can't be sacrificing my uh, Mr. Olympia for this. Well, then I ball chicken it. Chicken like, do, do your research before you go on the date. Like, look at the Instagram. Look at the Facebook. Like, look at this guy said, get into the ingredients. Like, you had to know that he's a bodybuilder like that. You know, right? Like, well, it was in quotation, so I don't think this guy was a real bodybuilder. Well, he must be. Why, why else would he bring a scale? I'm going to be honest with you. If he brought a scale and he's not a, a, at least in great shape. If he doesn't have a six-pack and he brought a scale to dinner, like, what are you doing? Oh That's God. crazy. But I have another one. Or do you guys have anything you want to say to finish that one up? Um, no. He's got any advice for the guy here. Okay, so here's my advice for this guy. Like, okay, like maybe, um, like, what I do when I'm prepping is, like, I normally eat my meal before I go on the date. So when I get there... I can order something on the lighter side. Like if I want to eat like a salad and water and stuff, I'm not going to be hungry. I can just get it. And if she asks about it, it's like, uh, sorry, normally I would get a steak, but one I ate right before I came here because I'm in prep for a show. I would be very transparent about oh, that going into it. It would never be a, I got there and now I'm going to try to like, you know, prep while I'm on this day. It's two different things yeah. that I live in. So no, that makes sense. That's my advice for him. <laughs> we'll wait till you hear this also text time. her bro I'm like text her be like hey look I'm sorry I, I left the scale but I'm trying to lift you too you know what I mean should work. should work should work anyways so this next one so I met this girl on a dating app in a small town in uh, Ontario Ontario Canada Canada Hello. there you go we go on a few boring dates but here oh, we go few. cue the story I match with this one girl she agrees to meet but there was something odd about the conversation she was eager to meet almost suspiciously eager I get to the Starbucks and wait inside for 20 minutes to pass, pass the agreement time. Girl texts me, says she's running late, and asks me to stand outside so she can see me as I drive by. I look over, and there's another dude standing on the sidewalk with his phone in hand. Recognize him from the gym. I ask if he's also meeting a girl and what her name is. Turns out the girl was pulling a fast one on us both as revenge for her girlfriend, who we both apparently dated at once and didn't like. So him and I went to go get ice cream together and sent her a photo of us having a great time together. Well, first off, shout out to the bros. You know, yeah, cool. legend. Legend. But, uh, I don't know what's up with the girl. I mean, I like I said, I play devil's advocate. Yeah, I get the pettiness. We love a good petty, petty moment. Um, but like, it goes back to what you were saying earlier, Dan. Um, check the Facebooks. Check the Instagrams. Give a couple FaceTime calls. Make sure this is a, like I don't know if I'm just showing up somewhere. Yeah, and at this point, I'm gonna be honest. I think like dating apps just gotta go. Like I, just, yeah. I don't think that that's. I don't think it's they're not realistic. Good. It's not, not healthy. I, I mean, I've met a couple people have met on dating apps. Don't get me wrong, but like the way I terminize a dating app is you have a dating app. The whole purpose of it is like, okay, I'm in a new area. I'm gonna get this dating app. I'm gonna see who are my eligible singles around because all I want out of this is a quick hookup and I'm bouncing. That's it. That's all I need. My thinking is like, you go on the dating app, right? You see this girl, I'm like, okay, she's my type. She's a beautiful girl. How many other people have messaged her and how many is she answering back? Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like going on a date with her and she, she's done like 17. She's got the hinge XXX plus 
And she gets the answering oh, no. set and likes and rolls his own. Girls getting a free meal every night of the week. No, do you want to know what's so funny? I know so many girls in college who download dating apps just to get free food. That's what I'm it's a thing. It's, it's a thing. You know what? Maybe we gotta we gotta we gotta go back to this kid who went up to Moses at BlizzCon. Yeah. We gotta do those are the kids. Way. That kid's a video game right. nerd. Don't, yeah. don't do these dating apps. No. Exactly. And listen, uh, we're making Wait. a pack. We ain't taking no girls out to dinner. Now, you ain't getting no meals out of me. Yeah. Not yet. You gotta build up to dinner too. Yeah. Wait, Daniel. First. Don't you don't you have dating apps? No, I don't. Really? It's a time, it's a time of the past. <laughs> okay. Let's go on a walk. He says. Let's go. On a walk. And I think a walk is a very fair. Like I, when I was you know in college, I used to go on walks all the time and have conversations with. With girls, uh, you know, even post college, like I think that that, um, for me, I'm like I don't like the whole like let's go on a date at the gym. Like one, I hate working out with people. I yeah. think anybody yeah. messing with my workout is, is you're not, not getting a real workout in. Like yeah, I'm just standing here talking. But I've definitely gone for like walks around like the pond, got my exercise in, had some of the best conversations I've ever had. And I think like, that's a good first date. Maybe the second date, you guys, um, you like I'm big on doing activities together. Like top golf. Escape rooms. Maybe not that. That's a little. That's like for your girlfriend. It's like a little extravagant. Yeah, you do really? that. Yeah. yeah, I think like escape rooms, stuff like that. I thought that's bare minimum. Escape. Gab, you remember the time we did an escape room, and because I know you mess up every escape room, I locked you. I left you locked into the handcuff on the cage yeah, door. Yeah, handcuffed me. See, could you imagine now? I went on the first date with the girl, and I'm thinking she's amazing, and I meet her in her personality. And then you argue, and you find and I'm out. stuck in the escape room. We both can't get out. Exactly. So then you fast pass and realize no, no, no. you can't. So the it. way the date order goes, it goes like this: you do like a, you do like um, your walk, you do an activity. The activity could be something like. Um, there's a carnival this weekend. Yeah. Let's go to the carnival. I'll win you a couple <laughs> prizes, ride a couple rides. We'll see how it goes. Let's go to, um, uh, like, a, they were in LA. There's a ton of events. Let's go to an event. We like don't go, trucks, yeah, food truck. We don't go together, but we'll, well you go so together, not but not pick together. Them up? No, we no, like who in what in what twenty first century is it like you show up at seven thirty? I'm picking her up, Mister Chad. I'm gonna have her back by ten. Like that's not a thing anymore. It's not. That's nothing. not a thing. No, you're going to wake you're up, you're going to have a text. Okay, maybe I'm a little rusty in this dating world. No, man. like you're going to wake up, you're going to have a text. It's going to say, what are you doing uh, this weekend? Oh, nothing. Okay, cool. Well, I have this thing tomorrow. Do you want to, you know, maybe go to this thing? Yeah, sure. I'll meet you there around like 7 o'clock. And then normally they show up at like 8.15 because nobody ever wants to be the first one there. So, for real? Yeah, I think that that's the most yeah. realistic Maybe that's why way. both of you guys are single still. That's, I think that the reason, okay, well, first of all, like, I speak for the majority when, <laughs> I speak for the majority here when I say that in the 21st you don't century. pick people up. Gab, are you a confrontational person? No. You are the youngest one in the, in the room, and you are the closest to the most young generation, and none of them are confrontational. We grew up in a generation where it's like, okay, we don't have i. We're not iPad kids. You're an I iPad. I wasn't kid. an iPad kid. I didn't have an iPad until last Christmas. Thank you very much. Okay, well, we didn't even have cell phones and stuff till we were like, like how old are you? Forty, fifteen? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Moses, I was fourteen when I got my first. IPad. Moses, you grew up on a golf course with a security guard, a twin sister, and, and I two had parents. a prepaid <laughs> flip phone until <laughs> I was great, in eighth grade. <laughs> you were born with a seven thirty credit score, like. <laughs> Like, and that just you went to a private catholic school <laughs> like, oh catholic schools so much drama goes on there it is true I, I do it's some of the crazy I that, those are the school. schools that everyone They're who gets kicked kids. out of public school goes to my high school no that's, that's cap because your high school is like 20 grand a year to go to but yeah. no i'm catholic so it was a discount so it was like three 
Okay, well, well regardless, I speak for the majority when I say, like, normally it's going to end in some DM, some Snapchat, or a text. It's going to say, what are you doing? Let's meet at this place at this time. So you, you do the walk, you do that. And then after that, if it gets serious, then it's like, normally, in my experience, what I see happen is, like, after, like, that third-ish time and you're at the event, you have a couple of drinks, they normally come back with you and, like, they sleep together. Then after that, it's like you're pretty much on the same pace for the rest of the time. In my experience, that's what I've seen. Um especially if you live in the same area, I think that in this generation, like uh, physical affection has come a lot faster than a lot of the So you're saying generation. three dates and then that? I would, I would about that, I would say so. Like the first one you hang out, the second one you kind of do something fun, the third one they're kind of ready to go. I think it moves a lot quicker than what you think. I don't think it's the old fashioned, Dang, maybe we're I'm going on five dates though. and then we're sleeping together and they're like, we're proposing. Oh, I was thinking months. Yeah, months is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Good luck keeping a guy around. For Sorry, months. He's, he's probably gonna have to be the one if that's the case. Yeah, like I think right. you're, 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 you're. How well, like, I guess I'm just not like every other girl then. But this, this is not a conversation <laughs> towards you, Gabrielle. No, I know, I know. This I'm is a conversation for the viewers watching know, who want I genuine. I just know. I genuinely didn't think it was like that though. But anyways, I have another one. The okay. very last one. Okay, so I asked this girl that I had a crush on out on a date. So I pick her up at her house. Then we go to a reservation at the nice steakhouse. We get there, but for some reason, it said that we had to reschedule the reservation and it never showed up. We then settle on just getting some McDonald's and go back to her house. We then get there and watch the movies and end up hooking up. While hooking up, someone comes into the door and it's her twin sister. And it's the twin that I actually had the crush on. So he, did he think he was going out with the other sister? I don't know. That's all the that's all I got. I don't from think the there's no way he could have thought he was going out with the other sister because he was. And I was gonna say right right off the bat, I was like, "You're doing too much with the reservation steakhouse." Like, yeah, like, hey, they went to McDonald's. <laughs> Not so you don't swear. deserve that. But. I, I think for a first day, like a fancy steakhouse is crazy because yeah. it's just gonna be super awkward. Because like, there's those moments where you don't really know what to talk about. You're just kind of just sitting there and you're just like forcing the conversation. And it's like pulling teeth. No, it's and it's just like you kind of just sit there and you're just like. So where's the best. bathroom that's like the first go-to thing is like where's the bathroom and that's when they walk away to the bathroom you pull out the phone and you're just like trying to be like super casual and cool. have one of your like, friends text you for help yeah like i mean you could do that but like normally like, you just kind of sit there and just act like you're thinking the date's going smooth you're just like scrolling instagram or checking your emails or something and then they come back you sit down you order some food whatever it is what it is but like daniel said steakhouse is crazy like i think that he hooked up with the girl um because it kind of goes back to what i said before as like things move a lot quicker but the sister the twin sister probably came in and if they look really identical like to, there's like that theory it's like the better looking twin kind of like how your sister's better looking oh shut up <laughs> i'm just kidding I will punch you right here right <laughs> I'm just now kidding. Miss fits 11 um but uh it's it's similar to that he probably thought initially when he was looking through the instagram pages because it happened super quick he clicked on this one he's like oh this is the one and then he saw the other one in person was like Oh, well, that's actually the first one I saw. But at that point, you're already like, I mean, unless you're a legend like me, you get both of them, but like. It's true. <laughs> he should try again. He should try again. I think he should that's try with the other sister and actually get the reservation at the steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's setting him up for bad. Sorry for walking in, but. You ain't going to the steakhouse, little bro. I feel like, I'm going to be honest with you. I had the reservation the entire time. I low key canceled it when I Because he didn't want to pay for it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine you were the other twin, you know. I had to cancel. Oh, yeah, oh it says here that I had you just screenshot when you had it on open table and you cancel it. And you just have the screenshot where it said it was confirmed. 
And you get to the front desk and they go, well, it says you canceled it 10 minutes ago, little bro. Well, that's awkward. That's really awkward. But That's fun dating advice. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today. <clears throat> all right, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the number one podcast in the world. Uh, thank you for listening to all our drama, all our bull crap, and uh, all Moses' rumbling about um, apparently. A real date. Yeah, like she, she's living in a Cinderella story. I thank am. you, Daniel, for joining us yet again, my brother. Thank and, you guys for having me. Uh, if you guys like these episodes, make sure you turn on that post notifications, like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. We'll see you guys in the next one in the number one podcast in the world, Unscripted. Bye.